Hello and welcome to episode 100 of Onion Unlimited, the podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Torridon. And in this 100th episode, I'm joined again by my oldest, oldest, oldest mate, Math. <laughs> We're going to take a trip down memory lane again as we discuss going on the ministry. And I have a surprise for Math. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, was an ex- I was expecting a ooh at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a tacky sound effect. How you are you know doing, Math? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? You good? Uh, I'm a bit crappy this week, but uh, oh, yeah? thanks for asking. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I really yeah, no, go on. That. What were you... Uh... I was just about to say, I'm actually grinning from ear to ear. Quite yeah. literally, my, my jaws are starting to hurt because when oh. I didn't realise this is actually 100. And I've been following it along and I, I lost track. I thought we were not quite there yet. So when you said episode 100, I was like, oh yeah. my God. It's our centenary edition. Fantastic. Pretty well, I feel honoured. You're honoured. Particularly honoured. Yeah, honored. absolutely. I've called it, I've called this episode just Dossing Around. So you might oh. be able to guess what the surprise is a bit later. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Right. That's a big clue. I think I know, <laughs> I, think I know what that might be, but I'm not going to say anything. It's only a surprise. It it's only a surprise insofar as I haven't told you what's happening. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's you didn't have time to write it on rubbish. the rubbish uh, on the sheet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely rubbish. Really. So I've mm. been um, uh, I've been listening to uh, this LTR, preserving the past, recording the present, the present, shaping the future. <laughs> what's that uh, all yeah. about? What's that all about? Oh yes, I know what that is. That's that's from what we were talking about last time, which the old yeah. uh, radio jingles that we one were one of your jingles. About. Yeah. Now, do you remember in that discussion we were talking about? Um, and I said we, you remember we referred to the fact you could listen to us anywhere. Then we suddenly yeah. thought, well, hang on, there are certain places you can't listen to us. I.e., we, we mentioned the library book. Yep. So we did a, a library book one, and then we cut out the hole in the book, put the cassette in there, and then I mentioned to you about the Edison one. Mm-hmm. and said, you know, you can listen to us on a wax cylinder. Now, you've got to remember, this is done when I was probably oh, mid to early 20s, if, if that <laughs> may be younger. And yep. so the technology at the time, we didn't have processing stuff like we've got now, unless you had loads of money and could afford it. We, we just had tape recorders and bits and pieces of equipment that we could, you know, grab hold of, really. Is that the one? Yeah. Hello. We've actually found another place. You can't listen to LTR. I'm standing next to Thomas Edison. And you can't listen to LTR because he hasn't invented the tape deck yet. So now you can get LTR on a wax cylinder. LTR. You can listen to us anywhere, 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 <laughs> any, almost. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. How did you do that then? How did you get the um, How did you get the uh, crackly sound well, effects we, on that one? Well, I, do you know? I think I've still got it. I'm sure I have. Ninety mm-hmm. percent sure I've still got it. My dad used to have in his record collection. He used to have this <clears throat> test record, and this ah. test record was um, designed to help you set up your hi-fi. Yeah, and and you put the record on, and it, it would say, "I'm on the left, and I'm on the right." So you knew you had your speakers plugged in the right sides and things like that. And then they had blank bits on the records that you put the needle 
and the needle was meant to stay in the middle. It wasn't meant to drift. And if it drifted, you could adjust the tracking on your record needle to keep mm-hmm. it dead still. And and these, these are all important with proper hi-fi because if it if it drifted one way or the other, that means that when it was playing a record, it was um, biased toward one channel or the other if it's leaning to the right or left. Yeah. You see. So it would affect the sound that you're getting from your records. You see. So he had this thing, you see. <laughs> and I still had that record. And of course it meant that if you put it in the middle, you had little jumps in the record and little cracks. So I just recorded a few of these cracks into the recording. And then it was just a case of dubbing it over with cassettes and things and tweaking the, you know, on my little mixer I had a little bass <laughs> and treble control. So I made sure all the treble was up. And, um, yeah, made it sound really sort of tinny. Oh, that reminds me of uh, my dad had, he had two two records, actually. One was uh, motorbike sounds. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and he had another one, which was uh, air, aircraft sounds. And uh, oh, yeah. I remember once my sister, she was only little, mm. and she was at once, uh, we had this really long living room in uh, Spalding, where you had like the kitchen at one end through a door and then the staircase was at the other end through a door. Yeah. And she'd come out the kitchen and she wanted to go to the loo. And uh, she was only little, but she was, uh, my dad was playing the aeroplane <laughs> sounds of like Spitfires sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shooting and dropping bombs and goodness knows <laughs> what going on. And uh, she was so scared. She was literally like just frozen on the spot. And she, she ended oh. up weeing herself. Oh, bless her. <laughs> bless her. Oh. oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that was sad. I still no, remember that's funny that. You, it's funny yeah. you say that because on one of, my first, one of my first jobs, probably about the third job I had, I worked for a guy that owned a bed shop in Sidcup, if you remember. Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah. I worked for the same guy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we shared I'd, so much. Yeah, we? We have, yeah. <laughs> Are we the same person? Well, it might be, yeah. To be alive at the same time. Yeah, I used to work um, for him as well. Yeah. And do you remember he had a warehouse in Dartford where he kept all these beds? He did. That's where I used to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. I worked there for a little while and um, I picked up this video. It was a camcorder. You remember the old camcorders that you used mm-hmm. to get? Yeah. It was a camcorder um, magazine. And on the front of it, the only reason I bought it, I wasn't interested in the magazine. On the front of it, I had a cassette tape with sound effects on them. Uh, and it had hundreds and hundreds of different sound effects that you could use in your video editing. That was the idea behind it. Anyway, we had this cassette and we put it on in the um, the work van. And uh, the van, when the van was empty and the sound, we, we you know, we always made, sound really good in the van because we wanted our music to sound good um we turned up the music and we had the van open at the warehouse and the, the warehouse i don't know if you remember the yard the industrial state that that mm. those warehouses were in but it was like kind of enclosed there was quite a few units around it there was there was a really nice place that used to sell sausage sandwiches <laughs> absolutely right yes just just around the corner wasn't that's it? right yeah yep we used to go there a lot and have nice, did, uh, yeah. nice big cup of coffee and toast and stuff. Anyway, um, I put this soundtrack on and that had some aeroplane sounds. And I turned the volume right up and then me and my colleague were standing outside the van looking up in the air and pointing. And all the people in the other units were coming out to hear where they pet planes were. Of course, they saw us looking up and pointing. They're looking up and pointing as well. There was nothing up there. They were all yeah, looking think, up and pointing, <laughs> thinking they were pointing at the same place. Thinking they were in an air raid or something. Yeah. yeah. And then we went out on a delivery 
And um, we were going through Dartford and got to, to some traffic lights and there were some people walking along. It was a hot summer's day, so the windows were open. And these people were walking along and as they walked along, I turned the volume up and it was sheep bleating. <laughs> and they were going, bah, like this, bah, like this. Yeah, in the middle of, <laughs> middle of South East London. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah. And, and me and my colleague, both at the same time, turned around and looked into the back of this empty van and just went, shut up, like this, <laughs> as if we had sheep in the back. And these passerbys were trying to think, oh, my God, they've got sheep in there. <laughs> they were just sound of it. Oh, I've got a lot of, uh, lot of good memories working <laughs> at that place. I Yeah, uh, yeah I did the same. I, I was uh, left school, um, mm-hmm. started pioneering, uh, had a job two days a week working for Ray, delivering mm-hmm. beds around... Uh, all over the place in southeast London, and um, I remember. Well, I was on. I was on about thirty quid a week. I think mm. when I thirty quid for two days. That's it. And um, do you remember the uh, the really really expensive mattresses? Uh, I think they were called Rely On. Yes, that's yeah? right. They were Rely on. They were so expensive. You're talking like Pocket even back sprung. then, though. Yes, yes. Even back then, they were like sort of five six hundred quid, weren't they? For a yeah. you know a big one. Mm. And uh, I remember my first day on the job, I walked past this, um, I was carrying a, a, a single mattress on my shoulders, mm. and uh, or even just one shoulder, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, shoulders. Um, yeah, I, uh, I walked past this rely-on mattress that had been uh, stood up against the wall, yeah, and I must yeah. have caught it, and, it, and it, it just it slid down the wall, and it was an Artex wall. Wasn't it? Oh no! Yes, I totally destroyed it. Yeah, Ooh. you know when you're only earning thirty quid a week. Yeah, you know the idea that you might have to pay that back. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. It's funny because I've got a few funny memories from that um, that same place. Mm. Um, one of them was um, I remember we uh, we had we had there was four units. I don't know if there was four when you worked there, but there was four units. One one had like things like. Uh, uh, sofa beds and yep. pine beds in it. One was in the corner and it had all the singles, mm-hmm. single beds. Then the next one was quite a big one. It had all the double beds. And then there was another one that had, I think, other sofa beds or something in it. But, but anyway, um, we found it difficult because when the phone rang, the phone was in one of the units. Mm. And if we was in the depths of one of the other units and the phone rang and the shop were ringing to ask if we had a particular mattress or bed in stock, or to check the stock or whatever. We, we never heard it. So I had this bright idea because we had speakers in every warehouse for the radio, So I, and there was a bell in the middle that rang when the phone rang. So I had this bright idea as a young lad. Why don't we wire up the bell to the sound system? So even if it you won't get a bell sound, obviously, but the, the electrical current that makes the <laughs> bell run might make a noise over the speakers, and then at least we know that the phone's ringing. So sure enough, I, I got up a ladder and we we poked. I poked about with this bell. Don't tell British Telecom; they'd have a field day because you weren't allowed <laughs> back then to touch their stuff. And I put some wires across into the sound system. Sure enough, the, when the when the phone rang, the the speakers were like buzzing <laughs> like this, you see. And we thought it works. Wherever we are, we know that the thing's ringing. So. <laughs> We rang, the phone rang one day and we had the music blasting out. I mean, oh, the phone's ringing. Brilliant. This is working. Um, we picked up the phone and we're talking away. And the lady on the other end of the phone in it from the shop said, um, um, Matt, she goes, 
why can I hear Radio 1 on the telephone? <laughs> we broadcasting. <laughs> we were broadcasting. Without a license. Line. Yeah. <laughs> and she could hear it down oh, the phone dear. line. I'm like, well, I don't know. How strange. And the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, damn. Oh, like, no. Like that. Yeah. Because back, back in the day, um, they had like, uh, we had like Radio Caroline and that sort of thing, didn't we? That used to mm. broadcast uh, just off of the uh, off of the mainland, didn't they? <laughs> off the North Sea somewhere, wasn't it? Some, somewhere, yeah, where there was, like no, was, uh, where there was no licensing the, issues, yeah. yeah. Sort of outside of the British jurisdiction or whatever it was and yeah. caused, had these massive masts on them and they used to, a lot of the good DJs came from that station mm. as well, right? That boat. Yeah, they did. I think uh, old Kenny Everett came from there, didn't he? That was his first. I think so, yeah, his first job. But I mean, these these days, you can pretty much set up uh, internet radio station pretty easy. It's, it doesn't yeah. cost that much either to get a license to uh, no. broadcast music. Um, no, that's a few right. hundred quid, you know. And, yeah, and you're off. And you're off. You're off. Mm. So you know, you never know. You never know. We could, um, oh, you know, end up with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> recording the present ah, the future i love that i love the uh shaping the future sounds like yeah. you're in a uh the toilet or something at the time uh, well it probably wasn't far from the truth <laughs> radio <laughs> loo yeah stuck my head down the loo with the microphone it's amazing what effects you can get from the toilet pan yes <laughs> okay so i want to know what became of dustbin dave oh Mm. We talked about Dustbin Dave the other week, didn't we? Yeah, um, we did. David Boylin, lovely fella, lovely yes. fella. He was a uh, Jehovah's Witness in our uh, congregation when we were kids growing up, and he was yeah. a right character. He was a Dustbin man. He was, and um, <laughs> and he looked like it. Um, and he uh, he used to drive a uh, really crappy old VW Beetle, didn't he? Was it yellow? If I remember. I, well, I don't know what colour it was because I think I think the paint wasn't very good on it, so it was a choice of colours. <laughs> do you remember what he used to do on the them. ministry when he when he was doing his uh, return visits with his yes. VW Beetle? <laughs> Go on. Yes, he used to leave the engine running. <laughs> he did, and, and leave the car in the middle of the road. He did, like you do a dust <laughs> dust cart, a dust van. And, yeah, and there'd be cars coming up behind it, beeping, and he'd be standing on the door talking to this person, yeah. and then shouting at the people. I won't be long. I won't, I won't be, be long. long. Yeah, I've got a right to be here. I work for the yeah. council. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dustman, you know. No, well, like, Dustbin Dave. He used to wear a um, donkey jacket on the yes. ministry. I don't know if you uh, remember that. Remember Red that. and white yes. donkey da- jacket. A yes. pair of uh, white trainers. And yes. um, he used to, for his bag, he had a carrier bag <laughs> with his oh. magazines in. Do you remember that? And he used to bring that same carrier bag to oh, the meeting. He did. And then every time they sort of said, right, we're going to sing song number whatever, you'd hear this rustling. <laughs> And everyone would be like, where's that noise coming? And he'd be rustling down his carrier bag to get his next book out. But what he would do is he'd he'd take his songbook out and sing from it. Then he'd put his song back in the rustly bag and get his Bible out. And then when it was song, he'd put the Bible back in the bag, get the songbook out. And then he'd have to rustle for the Bible again. And I thought, I felt like saying, just get all your books out. Get all your books out. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I I remember working with him once in in one of the old uh, flats, High Rise Flats in uh, Azel Road or wherever it was. And uh, his introduction was, uh, hello, Gov, I've just fetched your mags. <laughs> really classy. <laughs> really classy. Is he around still or is he 
is he is dustbin dave dead i honestly don't know i don't know. i really don't know i hope so he's I still around somewhere yeah i'm sure he's, he's probably making someone smile still he's gonna uh, be old now though he's gonna be he probably will yeah dustbin dave if you're out there and you happen to he, be listening <laughs> drop i remember a comment. turning up at our house once yeah and he knocked on the door and he went oh hello laurie is your son about? And my dad's thinking, well, yeah, like this. So I heard my, my my name, if you like, being called, come down the stairs, and he pulled out of his pocket this fighter jet, uh, like a, a dinky toys oh, kind yeah, of fighter yeah, not jet. not a real life fighter jet. No, no, jet. obviously not a real fighter jet. It's difficult to get one of those in your oh, pocket. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Had, he had um, big pockets, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he bought this fighter jet out, yeah. and uh, it had two out of three wheels. Um, I found this in the dustbin and I thought you might like it. <laughs> and of course it had rockets and guns all over Great. it. Course, my dad, you know, was like, mm, mm, not sure thanks. we're allowed that. Thanks Dave. My dad, I can, I can vaguely remember my dad saying something like it probably be, end up back in the dustbin. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely like, though, oh, lovely, lovely really guy. Oh yeah. Good, good, good. Heart of gold really, you know, he was very down to earth. Um, oh, and, and the other one, the other little story I've got of his was, um, he, uh, my dad told me that he, he was with him once. He, um, he was emptying someone's dustbin because do you remember the dustbins used to be those big metal bins they did. with the we rubber didn't lids? Have wheelie bins, did we? No. no, no. And the dustmen used to come along with their own version of that, but bigger. They'd take your dustbin and empty it into theirs and leave your dustbin there. And then they'd go and get the neighbour's one before they went to the truck. And they wouldn't moan about the weight of them. No. These things were heavy. Yeah. But he, he emptied this dustbin into his bin to take to the truck. And as he did so, there was a truth book in there. Oh. And he knocked on the door. And then when the person answered the door, he went, here, you don't want to be chucking that away. <laughs> <laughs> That's been Dave. I'm thinking, mm, oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. I, I doubt very much anything in that book now is actually true. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, so, it was so. So, um, so I reckon, <laughs> I reckon we should immortalise Dustbin Dave and do a jingle. Dustbin oh. Dave. There you are. There's your we'll first have... commission. All right, okay. We'll see if we First can come commission. up with a jingle for what Dustin. What can you come Dave. up with? Yeah, I'll have to think of something. All right, that's that Dustin Dave. We don't know if Dustin <laughs> Dave is dead or not, but if you're out there, Dustin Dave, drop us a comment. Mm. Right, so um, I just mentioned about high rise flats. So oh, down yeah. in uh, down in southeast London where we grew up, it was all uh, 13 story flats, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Lovely cool. places. Lovely. Mm. A lot of them are gone now. They've, they've they really pulled they've... a load of them down. Yeah, they've put some new ones up and the new ones look much nicer. Ah, uh, they've levelled them all. Yeah, made, made um, they're, they're not high-rise anymore. They're, they're sort of these nice uh, contemporary kind of look yeah. uh, flats, which Apartments. is uh, much nicer. Yeah, yeah. It's, Apartments, done a, yeah. Done a no, back in the day, the they were 13-storey um, concrete, concrete um Basically, yep. urinals, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. And what we used to do, I mean, at one mm. point you could get in, um, mm. but then they put buzzers on. So what we used yeah. to do as a group of witnesses, we used to be at the bottom of the um, flats and we'd ring the buzzer. Mm. We'd, we'd just try random numbers until someone would let you in. 
And then yeah. you'd all like pile in, wouldn't you? <laughs> and you'd, you'd have like a load of you go up to the top on the lift shafts and then the rest That's of right. you'd be down. And if you were really brave, you'd walk up the staircase. Oh, cool. That, that was is. a lot of floors though. I think, oh, I yeah. think, I know we've said 13, but I've got a feeling they were 15 because the first oh, one was well like be. a, was like a rubbish sort of um, point or something. So the first floor didn't have people. That's right. Yeah, it, yeah, think. yeah. And there used to be like either side of the elevator shafts. There was like, I think there was about three houses either side of the elevator Correct. shafts, weren't there? Six per floor. You're six, right. Yeah. Six per floor, if I remember. Yeah. And I, I still remember. I'm pretty sure it was you. Correct me if it's wrong, but if I'm wrong, but there, <laughs> you knocked the door once, and a guy said, "Um, I'll stay there. I'll just just go and get my knife." It wasn't me. Was it not you? No. Whoever it was, was legged it because he, yeah, he was going to get his knife. It was my sister, oh. one of my sisters, Sarah, and Pete McKinley. Oh, and, well, Pete with the uh, dyed hair. <laughs> yeah. And they were standing on this door and the guy said, just stay there. I'm going to go and get my knife. And he walked away and let the door close gently against the door. And they're standing there. And then Pete turned to my sister and said, did he say wife? <laughs> And Sarah went, I think he said knife. <laughs> and <laughs> and like leg it before he gets yeah. back. <laughs> Just in case it was his knife. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, <laughs> um, I think it was Lynn. Do you remember Lynn? I think it mm-hmm. was Lynn and it might have even been one of your sisters again that was invited mm-hmm. in by a guy and they were sat there while he was making a cup of tea in the kitchen and they moved some newspapers on the sofa and there was a gun. Yeah. Now. Do you vaguely remember that? I there's there might be I don't know if this this is the same one or a different one because my mum when for a little while we served uh, my dad served in uh, one of the Dartford congregations because they mm. needed some support so we all went across to Dartford for a couple yep. of years and it was a CO visit and my mum was working with the CO's wife and yep. she had a little my brother with her of course he was only little. And they knocked on a door that was the, the door was straight onto the street, so mm-hmm. you know there was and the door went straight into the living room. There was no hallway or anything. Now I don't know if this is the same one as what you've just quoted, so it might be two separate occasions. But on that instance, <laughs> they came in and um, the the guy said, "Oh, come in, come in." So they went in and then he shut the door and he sat against the door. Oh. And he said, sit down, take a seat. And they were like looking, thinking, this feels a bit uncomfortable, but they didn't want to want to aggravate the guy. Hmm. So they sat down and there was a gun under the newspaper. Now, as I say, I'm not saying this is the same story you've got, but I think it might be. It <clears throat> might well be the uh, might well be the exactly the same story, yeah. And the CO's wife looked picked it up and he took it from her. But she had the she was quite they didn't panic. I mean, my mum was obviously thinking, my little kid. But the CO's wife sort of recognised the brand of the gun. Don't ask how. <laughs> but she said, is that a whatever black yeah. brand? I don't know, Magnum or I don't know what. But is that a so-and-so gun? And like, oh, yeah. And, and was sort of showing her. And she kind of got away from the door. So they were trying to get out. And and they wouldn't have gone out, got out if it wasn't for the fact that the TV repairman turned up. Goodness. So knocked on the door. TV repairman said, oh, hi, I'm here to fix your telly. And um, my mum and the CEO's wife said, oh, 
and that's our cue. We'll leave you to it. And when, but it makes me wonder what happens to the TV repair man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you repair his telly? Yeah, no. Never, never got seen back. Never yeah. again. No. You know. But, uh, uh, and cool. this 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 was uh, this was where we grew up. This this is not even recently. This, this is like sort of 30, 40 years ago, isn't it? Yeah. I think you just kind of you, you kind of get used to where you live, really, don't you? I mean, we never. You know, yeah. it wasn't pleasant working some of the uh, estates, you know, with the crime and, mm. you know, the high-rise flats and what have you. But you, you just kind of got used to it. And then when I, of course, I left there when I was about 17 and came up to mm. um, rural Retford. <laughs> what a um, lovely change you had. Yeah, what an amazing change, you know. And it's, <laughs> uh, so I think I remember, I remember you saying to me once that um, – if you didn't ask someone about their their dog or oh, their yeah, cattle yeah, yeah. or anything, you didn't yeah. get anywhere. So you had to start the conversation. That's you know, right. Yeah. How yeah. are you? How are your sheep? Or well, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's your ferret doing? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's, it's pretty much as the same sort of where I am now. I'm in Rotherham, mm. and if if you're talking mm. to anybody, you um, you know, not not just if you're a witness on the ministry, but if you want to sort of get anywhere with anybody, you don't just sort of dive in with why you're there. No. You know, it's like. Nice weather, how are you doing? You know, that's a nice cat, that's a nice dog, you know, all the rest of it. Get chatting right, first and then first. sort of steer the conversation around. Yeah. Uh, I remember I, I'd lived in Retford for a while and I came back down actually to um, Erith and I stayed with you actually for a month, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, went and worked at Clive's Hire Shop <laughs> to pay me way. Yeah. And... Uh, I was really surprised because I, I was sort of going from door to door doing what I'd been doing for the last sort of year or whatever up in Retford, you know, and uh, people were like, well, what are you here for? Yeah, <laughs> Just get, get, to the to point. The, get to the point or I'll yeah, get me knife. <laughs> I'll get me knife. There you go. What about, um, oh, I've got, hang on a minute. I've got uh, Google speaking to me. Oh, that was nice. Hello, Stop. Google. It's really weird how that sometimes happens. It's like it's it's listening all the time, isn't it? Well, it's funny you say that because someone said to me, is it true that these devices are always listening? Mm. Because they said, because it can't be true because you've got to say their name before they wake up. I said, so how do you think they hear them <laughs> saying, they you saying name, their right? name? Of course yeah, they're yeah. always listening. They've got to. You know, they don't switch off the microphone because when do they know to switch it on, you know? Yeah, whether or not it's recording that anywhere, I don't know, but it, it must be uh, whatever mm. you're saying. must be going in and rattling around inside the box somewhere, mustn't it? There, there is on the Alexa devices, you can actually go into the app and you can find a section under the settings and privacy oh. where it's got all your recorded vocals where you've asked things, which is a bit uh, scary. You can yeah, actually clear yeah, you, that down. You've got a similar thing actually in Google. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I've actually got both. I've got an Alexa and a right. Google, actually two Googles and an Alexa. And uh, <laughs> have you ever got them talking to each other? No, but it, it does oh, make me great. wonder while you're sleeping whether they discuss things. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> if you say like, uh, I'm going to whisper it, hey, Google, hmm. say, Alexa, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> it sort of goes into an infinite loop. and yes. uh, Yeah. There you go. Anyway, um, I digress. Uh, do you remember, uh, I think it was when I came down and stayed with you for a month, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you were pioneering as well. I think you might mm. have been. And we went out on the ministry together. Mm. And I, it was, 
I think what had happened, you remember the old coloured books that we used to have? You know, that you mentioned the truth book earlier. That was a blue yes, book. Blue one. But there was like, uh, there was... Um, the old Orange Paradise Restored or whatever it was called. Yeah, God's Eternal so, Purpose. That There was that yeah, one. Yeah, load, load of old books. That's light right. Blue Evolution book. Yes. The one with the woman with the big lips in. Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> I just took a sip of coffee, just as you say, yeah. and nearly spat it out over the mic. Yeah, there was yes. uh, uh, life. Mm. Is it worth living? That one, <laughs> green. Um, and I think what had happened, they had a. Uh, I think they were clearing out. I think that was the idea. Like the organisation yes. had decided they didn't want to produce those books anymore. They were going to start start yes. doing something new. So, so we had a, we had like a clearance sale, didn't we? Do you remember that? Because you, you, you yes. used to have to charge for the books as well. Correct. But then you, we used, you know. That's right, because we used to pay for them at the literature counter. Pay from, and if you're a pioneer, you got a half price. That's right. And mm-hmm. then obviously whatever money you got for them would help towards either your pioneering or to get more <laughs> books or magazines, etc. Or sweets. <laughs> or sweets. Or yeah. bags of chips, yeah. yeah. And um, I remember quite quite embarrassing to to remember this moment but i actually remember one day standing on a door and having like five books you did displayed across my arm you did like an actual salesman and you kept saying, dropping them you can choose <laughs> you any of these books you, you can have four you had, a, you had a natasha case full of the damn things oh we're dragging them around like they you weighed did. a ton <laughs> and we're just desperate to get rid of them because we were like, I've got, well, like I can't be left with these books. 25p each or five for a pound, something like that. Five for a pound, that's, that's right. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, what was that about? Good grief. I don't know. Uh, that was the same <laughs> same time you were, a, a dwarf answered the door and you said, hello, is your mum in? I still remember that. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. And she just looked at you and she went, I'm a dwarf. I know, and, I, oh, and you know that moment where you really wish the ground swallowed you up. It just yeah. hadn't sunk into me <laughs> that she was a dwarf. I'll probably and, get oh, loads of comments really, now from uh, yeah, being dwarfist. I apologise on behalf of, of people, the whole dwarf community. Oh, yeah, that was so embarrassing. Yeah, it, it, she opened the door, and you just you've got seconds to process, haven't you? Sometimes when someone opens a door, you think, "What I'm going to say?" Yeah. Of course, the first thing I thought was, "Is your mum in?" Yeah, she's short. Oh. Is your mum in? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I um the, the uh, I had uh, a really big, almost like a suitcase bag mm. that I used to take on the ministry. Massive, yes. great big thing. And um, my first day of pioneering, I thought I'm going to be fully prepared, you know, completely equipped for every good, good work. <laughs> and uh, so what I did, I had uh, the aid book. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh my life! Yeah, the blue aid big. book, huge. Yes. Yeah, I had. Uh, my green, or it might have been black by then, uh, New World Translation, a King James version, a Douay mm. version in case I met any Catholics. Oh, my life. Several books, every magazine conceivable. This thing weighed an absolute ton. Yeah. And um, I'd, I I'd basically, is. oh, and I also, <laughs> also had a Vines expository of the Greek. Because Why? I, well, I, I was like all geared up to talk to people about the Trinity, uh, which was my speciality at the time. Um, because back then, you know, you did meet people on the doors that would talk to you about the Trinity, wouldn't you? You know? So I had this bag. I'm like dragging this bag around. My shoulders were out of joint, I tell you, man. And um, 
<laughs> I must have done a sort of an hour or two with this bag and thought, oh, damn it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mm. done with it. So I walked mm. all the way back to my mum's car, dumped it in the back, just took my Bible and a pair of mags. And I kid you not, the very next door I knocked at said, oh, you people don't believe in the Trinity, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, damn, damn, yeah. in the car. <laughs> I've got the Greek expository. <laughs> and the A book. I've got a bit of a tale regarding that oh, yeah. as well, because yeah, I, I, Go on, tell I, me. I was, I was pioneering and, uh, and uh, I met this guy. He was a lovely, lovely gentleman actually. And it was the, um, the thing that got him interested at the time. Do you remember the blue creation book? Uh, was um, that the, not the first one, the second one? No, um, the second one. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of colour, there was mm-hmm. a lot of graphics and Grab images. Grab of the cell and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, and I happened, when I was, that was the offer of the month or whatever, and, mm. and I happened to show him this book, <clears> and the page that I happened to open had a picture of a bee on a plant, on a on a, on a flower of some kind, <laughs> and he looked at it, and his eyes nearly popped out of his head, and he said, I don't believe it. That is the picture that my son-in-law submitted to your organisation and they've <laughs> used it for the drawing. Wow. And he told him about it and, of course, the chance. So he accepted the book and invited me in. And he was a, he was a lovely old gentleman, always gave you a cup of tea and a nice chat. And I started studying with him. And we went through the Live Forever book. Mm-hmm. You remember that? The red one, yeah. The red one. And one of the articles, one of the chapters in that book, was it that one? I'm trying to think, or was it, there was another one called the knowledge book. I can't remember which oh, one it the was. Knowledge but book. So there was the truth no- book first, which was blue. Yes. That was replaced by you can live forever in paradise on earth. That was sort of a burgundy red. Correct. And then that was replaced again by the knowledge book. Right. Which was an now- even duller burgundy <laughs> it was yes yeah. and it was a duller duller book to go duller through book, to yeah. comparison because the live forever book was quite nice because there are lots of pictures mm, yeah it was and not not so much writing um <laughs> but one of the books we were going through systematically through this book and we got to the subject of the trinity and i can't remember which book that was in but the whole chapter was talking about the trinity mm. and we went through the whole chapter as a study got to the end of it and I said, I can't remember the guy's name. I said, so what, what, what did you think of that? Well, he says, before we did that chapter, I didn't well, believe, I didn't believe that it Trinity existed. <laughs> now but I now do. I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and God. I was like, okay, you did a da- bad job at that one. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there was some uh, nice p- – I had a root call that um, – Took the magazines for for like years, actually, and uh, his bathroom window looked out towards you know the road, the drive, and I could just see, <laughs> just coming up to the the level of the window, I could I could see magazines like the Watchtower and Awake, yeah, mm. and basically what he'd been, what he'd been doing, all the magazines I've been giving to him, selling to him, he'd been. Uh, Stacking them up in his loo and using them as toilet paper. Yeah, I don't think he ever read a, a single one. You know. Now I've got a similar story to that. What my oldest sister Anna, yeah. she used to uh, be a missionary pioneer for many years, hmm. and she used to have her root calls, which were the ones that she'd regularly go to with the magazines. And she was standing on the doorstep 
of this lady talking to her. And as she was standing talking, the neighbor looked over her shoulder and went, hello, Bert, or whatever his name was. This guy was walking past. And Anna turned around and said, oh, he has the magazines as well. And she said, you know, he can't read, don't you? And she said, no. He said, he, he's never been out to read all his life. He can't read. And she said, but be careful because he, he smokes like a trooper. And he's probably <laughs> using your magazines to roll yeah, his roll own up. cigarettes. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about it was Anna had left him a Bible a few months back. And you know what the paper in the Bible was like? Yeah. Great roll-ups, aren't they? Perfect roll-up paper. Rizzlers, whatever they call them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's holy smoke, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You used to be 90 hours a month as pioneers. Yes. Buy the right. magazines, sell them on, and if you've got a subscription with the little mm -hmm. blue or yellow slip, yes. you've got like a, a fiver and you got to keep it, and that was like, mm. that was pretty awesome. And you did 90 hours a month, but mm. I think the overall year goal, was that found? It was... Well, I want to say a thousand. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was a thousand. Because yeah. it, it, if you worked it out per month, it was it like... It wasn't actually wasn't 90, 90 was it was 88.8888. Yeah, 83 recurring. and a third. Um, but if you did the 90 hours every month or did more, you could count that towards your year total. And some people, what they would do, they would try and do like 100 or 110. And then when they went on holiday, it didn't matter, you know. Yeah. And you kind of think, but you're going on holiday. Why can't you just, you know... <laughs> Go on holiday. <laughs> Yeah, and then you yeah. knew the ones that were, uh, you knew the ones that were chasing themselves all the time because they were behind. And I remember once going to um, a pioneer meeting, and one of the um, one of the I think it was the district overseer was conducting a talk, and he threw it was just pioneers there, mm. and he threw the question out into the audience: What's the most amount of hours you've done in a day? Oh, and that's like, a good question. Like, you know, like this. So you, you got the first few, stick their hand up. Oh, yeah, I've done six like this and a couple of others. Oh, we've done eight. And you think, oh, eight. And there's me thinking, oh, I th and I thought three and a half was a lot, you know. <laughs> and then it got higher and higher. And then mm. some of the really old pioneers that that were always, wherever you saw them, they were always out. So we're saying, you know, 10 hours a day and all this lot. And one put his hand up. And we, to this day, I, I still don't believe him. He said 16 hours. Liar. <laughs> exactly. That was exactly what we all thought. It was all, all turned around. And, and I remember the, the district overseer's comment because he goes, 16. He goes, oh, like this. And he looked at everyone with the face. He went, was it the 31st of all? Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. I think I've done 12 before. Mm -hmm. I've done 12 before. But uh, to be honest, I think. I didn't really knock a lot of time off that day. <laughs> you know, I probably started at eight and finished at eight. How can you achieve 16 hours in a 24-hour day without oh, stopping mental, for lunch and break and wee break and travelling? We thought, what would you, just sitting on a study all day long? I mean, how, doesn't doesn't, how, it, doesn't it now, looking back now, doesn't, doesn't it seem so pointless? Oh, just so absolutely. pointless because... Yeah. I mean, I suppose when I was pioneering as a kid, you know, mm, mm. we did used to have more conversations with people. That is definitely true. But as time's gone on, people just do not want you knocking the doors. No. You know, no, right. or they're not in. 
And I think at first this cart witnessing, I know when I started doing the cart witnessing, at first it was fairly popular. You know, people mm. were coming up. It was a bit of a novelty, yes. you know, in the town, metropolitan witnessing. But I think as time went on, you just became like a piece of the furniture. You know, in the background. Just in That's the background. Right. And, you know, you could mm. dress up in a gorilla suit and no one would notice. Yeah. It Do you was, know, I never uh, tried that. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well, uh, moments passed now. I can't do it now. Yeah, moments passed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I met a really nice guy this week. Um, oh, yes. He's called Dave. Don't think oh. he's, <laughs> don't think he's related. Okay. Um, guy called Dave um, from, used to be in Bexley Heath. All right. Of all okay. places, yeah. You know, we were talking about the um, Fraser Road Kingdom Hall. Yes. Last week, and I um, I uploaded a, a video mm. of That's the right. uh, building of that Kingdom Hall in 1969, you thought. Yes. Yeah, this guy, Dave, he says, uh, oh, I used to be in Bexley Heath, and uh, he, sent, um, he sent a video through of, I think it was a wedding. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a wedding. <laughs> you think it was a wedding? <laughs> yeah, it was a wedding. There was a groom yeah, and a bride there. Yeah, but uh, uh, no. What I'm normally that's a wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I'm thinking, there was a guy in. The, there was a guy that I noticed that I thought he was playing the bagpipes, and then I looked a little bit closer, and it was a, it was flowers behind him. It was <laughs> the quality of the video was that good, but I could just about make out on the back row your sister. <gasps> really? Laura. Mm. Oh, fantastic, Laura, on the back row. Yeah, 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 and this this is oh. this is going back <clears throat> some years. I mean, this mm. is um, they had, they had the curved ceiling and the uh, the the partitions either side of the platform, but not the extra doors. Yes, I think they were fitted later, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, interesting. But yeah, oh, you'll have to uh, upload it, and I'll have a uh, little look and see if I can recognise anyone. I'll fire it over to you. Yeah. Um, Sticking on a subject of uh, Fraser Road Kingdom Hall, my dad got a uh, phone call in the middle of the night once, and I'm sure your dad did as well, mm. uh, to say that somebody had driven their car through the front of the Kingdom Hall. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, what yes. they'd done, they'd, and they'd done it deliberately. What they'd yeah. done is they'd taken the car across the road yeah, and they'd actually they'd like started the engine up, uh, put it in gear, and they'd actually put a brick or something on the... Uh, yeah, on the accelerator and aimed it straight for the Kingdom Hall, <laughs> which was quite quite a feat, really. Because if you remember, <clears throat> the the main doors to that hall were mm. slightly on a corner, weren't they? On a there was another road that came off of. There's another road. road that came. Yeah, yeah. They'd have had to have aimed it, it very <laughs> very well to pull. Yeah, that to go one straight off. across that busy road and then yeah. mine that curb and in in that's that was pretty clever shot, really. But, um, yeah, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. And, of course, it meant that they couldn't use the hall for a bit until they all That's made right. it safe. And I think my dad and your dad out. and a few other other of the lads yeah. went down there in the middle of the night and boarded it all up, didn't they? But they were, mm. they were basically the first drive through Kingdom Hall, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey. Can I have a truth book with that, please? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Big Mac on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fraser Road, Kingdom Hall. Lovely place. Mm. And that, of course, now I've discovered is a oneness centre for Correct. some um, some Eastern, I don't know if it's a religion or a cult or something. but Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was bought by them a, a little when they sold the hall because now they meet at Bexley Heath. Mm. So they sold the hall and uh, it went to oneness centre or something. I don't know what it does, though. No, looks a bit odd, but, but there mm. we go. Here we are. Right. Surprise time. 
Have you guessed oh, what it is yet or not? Well, you said something about dossing around. Dossing around. Is it, is it something to do with the computers we were talking about? It is about computers, indeed. Yeah, go on then. I'm uh, not going to go I'll any give you a little. You. I'll give you a little clue. Does that give you a clue? Oh, my word. No. Okay. Go on. What about... Um, <laughs> okay. Um, you got a choice. You can either yeah. get a or a because <laughs> you know how I like the sound effects. So no, I, I don't okay. think you're ever going to get I'm this. Not, right. This I'm is not, this is no. a quiz. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's is a it? quiz. Okay. It's a quiz about computers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. time to find out how much you really know about computers. Oh dear. Okay. Go on then. Oh, Let's no. try this out. Because you actually do work with computers, don't you, on a day to day basis? So this is going to be very embarrassing if I get these answered wrong. So what is it you actually do? Um, well, I work for a company that make wet wipes, and I have been their IT manager for, well, I, I would have been at this same company for 27 years in January. Oh. So that's... Uh, and you look after all their computers? Yeah. Windows their, machines, mostly? Windows machines, okay. mainly, yeah. Uh, we, look, we put all their equipment in, all the... Um, originally, I mean, in the new building we're in now, it was done for us when they built the building. Okay. But, um, I, I've done things like network cable running and uh, put the servers in, set all the servers up, CCTV systems, phone systems, all the routers. And everything. it all started with a ZX81. <laughs> it all started with a 1K ZX81, correct. <laughs> so this is a quiz about computers okay. to test your knowledge all right now there's a potential of 33 points have you got a paper and pen there uh i can do one second can you keep your own score because i can't be asked <laughs> oh well in that case i've won <laughs> yeah that's a bit of a foolish yeah, thing to do isn't it <laughs> actually when i sent you the outline through for this um podcast today mm -hmm. uh i just realized after i sent it i'd, I'd actually sent you the entire quiz with all the questions and all the answers but you didn't <laughs> notice <laughs> no <laughs> how good yeah. am i yeah you'd have got them all right so uh right 33 points all right this is to uh kind of generate a bit of suspense all right and also because i like sound effects <laughs> If you get okay. if you get the answer right, so there's one point per question. If you get the answer right, you get a okay. uh, bit bit of a disappointing. Yeah. yeah. If you get it wrong, ooh, mm, that's right. more disappointing. That's yeah, more yeah. disappointing. Okay. All right. If you can impress me with any additional knowledge, yeah. you shall get a, which oh. is a bonus. Ooh, okay. Which means you get some extra points depending right. on how much I think it's worth. Okay, well, you'll have to tell me how many points I'm writing down. Yes. Okay. I and obviously, I'm... because I'm going to get as many right as possible, I'm going to need a calculator, aren't I? Uh, yeah. Or can I add it up with one hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. let's see how we can. Right, on. so here we go. This is the computer quiz. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> question number one. Okay. Who is the father of computer science? Oh, that's going to be, um, I want to say, Alan Turing. It's not the answer I've got or here. You, is can, it, you can have um, another go. Is it Babbage or... It is Babbage. Yes, Babbage. go on. You can, you can, can, you can have, have that one. one. Yes. Oh, thanks. You can have that one. Um, Thank you. 
Do you know anything about Babbage apart from his name rhyming with cabbage? Mm, no, Nothing. because the, I, was, I learned that when I was at school, Babbage, mm. but the lady that taught us, the teacher that taught us, didn't actually know anything about computer studies, just about the history of computers, <laughs> which was not very helpful because I was doing an O-level computer yeah. studies. Course, uh, mine yeah. was exactly the same. My, um, my, my, uh, my computer lessons, I don't... I think I touched a computer like once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we were trying to do um, programming and all our coursework, she had to give to another teacher to mark and check yeah. to make sure the programming was right. And then he'd hand it back and she'd give it out as if she'd test it. Yeah, it was just like theory, she goes, oh, wasn't it? Really <laughs> yeah. Used to write your How programs down on, on paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I never actually got so, a chance to... Uh... Yeah, all right. I'm going to give, give you one point for that. Okay, thank you. All right, so you can write down one point. Okay, question number two. Mm -hmm. Where in a computer does the most processing take place? Oh, nowadays that could be a different answer, but I'm going to go for the typical CPU. Yes! Get a point. Okay, question number three is related Mm -hmm. to this. What does CPU stand for? Central Processing Unit. Marvellous. You're on a roll. Right, so you've got three points so far. Okay. Question number four, might, you might be a bit unstuck with this one. Right. What does Fortran stand for? Um, now, that's a programming language, mm-hmm. Fortran, and it was split in two, and the four formula, something like formula transactions or something. Oh, you it? are oh, it, it, so close. It was something to do, it's a mathematical language if memory serves, isn't it? You are so, so close. <clears throat> Go on, put me out of my misery. Formula translation. Oh, oh that was so Do close. Get half a point for you can have half a bit. point for that one. You got oh, the formula thanks. bit. Now, that's not bad. I mean, ah, that's considering really my good. age. Yeah, really good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> number five, what converts a program from human language into machine language? What converts a... Um, what do we call that? The thing that <clears throat> converts a program from human readable language into a, into machine language. Oh. Ooh. I know this. I it's know like this. It's tongue, escaped my it? brain. You're gonna you're gonna do the countdown clock on me in a minute. Um, it's a, a compiler. Oh, it is a compiler. Oh, yes. Oh, you 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 are amazing. You get one of those. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was just, that. That's good. Right. Number six. <clears throat> okay. Now this this is the sort of thing that we used to learn at school. Okay. Yeah. Right. What does EEPROM stand for? <laughs> Erasable programmable read-only memory. Oh, I don't know whether to give you a or a, mm, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You've got two words the wrong way round. You've got two wor- words the wrong way round. You said EEPROM. Mm, E-E-P-R-O-M. You've got all the right words, but you ain't got them in the right order. Erasable program will read-only memory. EEPROM. E-P-R-O-M. Uh, two E's. Two E's. Where, where's the second E coming then? E-E. P-R-O-M. E? Okay, what's the two E's then? Because I, I never learned it had the two E's, only the one. Let, I'm going to give you a point for that one. Um, the double E is Electronic <laughs> Erasable Program of Read-Only Memory. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm going to be Wikipedia-ing that one after. I th- I I'll, think, I'll accept the point and I'll, uh, I'll you, you shut can have up. a point for you that can, one. You're the quiz master. You could take the point away. I can. Rude, so I'll, I can. I've I'll, got I'll all the power here. <laughs> I've got all the power and I've got all, all the sound effects. All the buttons, yeah. All right, this next one. Okay. What was the first web browser called? Oh. Mm. 
Now, there's a good question. Um, it is a good question. Likely. Um, now, would it have been? I know some of the old ones, but I don't know if it was the first. There was. I'm, I'm probably not going to get a point here, but I'm just going to try and remember some of the ones that I remember. There was Alta Vista. There was Yahoo. There was Ask Jeeves. Ah, there. now, now you're doing search engines. Oh. Yes. What was the question? Web browser. <laughs> Web browsers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that case, mm. in that case, I want to say Internet Explorer, but it probably Ooh. wasn't that because mm. oh, it might have been because Microsoft were very big at with their Windows and that, weren't they? Mm. No, mm. no, no, probably they not. They weren't Opera? first. They no. weren't first. Oh. No. Oh. Who okay. Was first? It was Mosaic. Oh, yes, mm. I remember that. Mosaic. But, but not, I don't remember it being the first, but I remember it as a browser. Yes. It gradually developed into, mm. if you remember rightly, do you remember Netscape Navigator? Yes, I do. Was, Wasn't that owned by Alta Vista or someone? Or, yeah. Um, that's probably, I, that's not related to Apple at all, is it? It didn't develop into um, right. Safari, now, did now it? This, this, this is a strange thing. Trying to find the answer to this question was actually a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> Some sources say Mosaic was the first web browser, and, mm. and, and I don't know whether it's right or not, mm. but I found another source that said that the very first web browser was actually called World Wide Web, oh. with no spaces between the words, and it mm. later became called Nexus. Yeah. Okay, number eight. Easy peasy mm -hmm. one, this one. Oh, what yeah. is the first page of a website called? Uh, index page. Oh, God, you got it wrong. I can't what? believe what? it. I can't believe it. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean the home page? Yes, you? home page, yes. Yes, I, you know oh. what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the first page that gets discovered by the browser. Yes, you are, yeah, which can be index.htm or oh, it could HTML. be index.html yeah mm. or if if you're uh, into dynamic programming languages like php mm. it can be index.php if you set your apache web browser up to deliver php pages mm. uh, in fact it can be anything at all see i was thinking of the more technical side of it and mm, it, you really, were. it was a simple question and a simple answer yeah. but i over, overcooked yeah. it yeah, right, yeah look, overcooked i'm going to take the knocks you've given me yeah. some halves where i probably didn't deserve them so yeah. i'm going to take that one you as overcooked a, as a it no. a bit like i overcooked the, <laughs> the sound effects on my on my last podcast okay yeah. okay <clears throat> right so next question number nine mm -hmm. what does ibm stand for oh, something like I might get the eye wrong, but wasn't it something like International Business Machine? Oh, yes. Yes. Was that right? That, that was absolutely right. That is really a lame, you got it right sound, isn't it? Yeah, I, th I think oh, you're going to need to um, invest in some better sounds. I might even be able to see if I can create some for you. Yeah, dustbin, Dave. Something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. okay, that sounded a bit camp, didn't it? Right, so um, <laughs> number 10, what does WAN stand for? W-A-N. Wide area network. It does. You do, you're on a roll now. Ooh. Okay, number 11. Mm -hmm. How many different characters are there in the ASCII coding system? Well, hang on. Oh, in the ASCII, mm. 256, I want to say. But now there's probably more because they're extended here, haven't they? Mm, um, it used to be 256 when I was programming, but I don't think it's that anymore, is it? No. Go on, tell me. Yeah. Do you want to hazard a guess? Mm. Just pick a nice sort of round computery sort of number. A round computery sort of mm, number. Not not really round at all, actually. 
oh, I don't know, what's a round computery number, 1,024 or something. Oh, yes, you got it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Excellent, wonderful. So okay, um, now everything, basically everything is built on 1024, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, you've got yeah, your yeah. bytes and your bytes and the megabytes and, the- and all the rest of it. Yeah. Have you heard of the 3N plus 1 problem in maths? Is this a question? Hmm. No, it's not a question for a point. Oh, no, oh. <laughs> no, you can just say no. Three n plus one. The three oh. n plus one problem in maths. Is um, it the one? Um, now I came across something on. Now was it something you were talking about? Mm, or I've heard I think about it was. Something. Yeah, yeah. And it was something by, that you when you divide it that's by itself or something and add uh, one, and then you, if it's an even number, you divide it. If it's not, you add one or something. That's that the one. Yeah. So what you do yeah. is you start with any positive integer. Okay, which we'll, we'll call n. And if if, yes. if you start with an even number, divide it by two. But yes. if it's an odd number, multiply it by three and add one. And then you repeat right. it. So whatever you're right. left with, either divide by two or multiply by three and add one. And, you, and it continues to generate numbers in that yes. way. But the, the amazing thing is it does not matter what positive integer number that you start with. You know, mm. you could start with a, a number sort of billions of digits long. At some point, it will always end up back at one. Yes, that's 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 mind blowing. And the the thing that gets me with sort of being you know with the background and computers and what have you is that the last series of numbers always take the pattern of one hundred two four five twelve two five six one two eight sixty four thirty two sixteen eight four two one. That's how it gets Correct. back to the one. It might not necessarily start at 1024, it might start at 64 and then go 32, 16, mm, 8, mm. 4, 2, 1. Mm. But at some point, at some point in the in the equation, you will actually be hitting a number that is a multiple of 1024. That's, that's yeah, just very odd, interesting. isn't it? Yeah, very interesting that. There you go. Fascinating. Anyway, uh, n- number 12, a fault okay. in a computer program which prevents it from working correctly is known as a... Bug. Correct. Number 13, What mm-hmm. uh, are you still keeping your score? I am. Great. What is the unit of so measurement? I've got, I've got um, 512. <laughs> 512, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting these in binary, by the way, so oh, when right. I add them up... Okay, one, yeah, you're two, multiplying four, by three and adding eight, one every 16. time. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be a problem. Right, so uh, what is the unit of measurement that describes the output quality of a printer? Dots per inch. Oh, marvellous. Yeah. On a roll. 72 DPI if you're designing web, web images, 300 DPI if you're designing print. And, and interestingly, we, um, talking of print, we print labels mm. at work for products. And we used to use laser printers oh. um, to print our labels. And laser printers can, at, at, that I'm aware of now, they might have changed their processing power and, and abilities, but they only ever went up to 600 dots per inch, mm-hmm. which for us became a problem because the text that we were putting on uh-huh. our labels was getting so small. Very small, yeah. 600 dots per inch wasn't good enough. So now we use... Uh, bubble jet printers to print our labels and they run at 12 inches per second so fathom that one out because they don't have a moving print head the print head goes right across the paper so it just pushes it through so the print oh. the head doesn't have to go left and right left and right to print and they're 1200 dots per inch at that speed so wow. 1200 dots per inch and 12 inches per second is the labels come out of the machines i'm going to give you an extra point for that oh i oh, know because it was, it was it was interesting. 
<laughs> what does DOS stand for? Uh, DOS stands for Disk mm-hmm. Operating System. It does. And that sounds like I just Googled it. I'm, I'm not. I promise no, no, you. No, 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 you know, I trust it. I trust that you. was off the top of my head. I had to remember the D bit. <laughs> Technically <clears> speaking, <throat> everything is DOS. Yes. Um, if it's if your operating system is running off a disk, but we, I think we're referring to the actual DOS, as in mm. the uh, the original operating system because called back then, DOS. That's right, because back then all it was really doing was moving files about on your drive, wasn't it? Yeah, that's you know, right. Its, its main purpose was moving and saving files. So I um, I actually uh, I used to work at an airport. You remember? Mm, uh, I that's think right. you dropped in a few times to sell us a few of your wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, obviously I grew up on, uh, you know, the Commodore 64, um, yeah. things like BBC Micros at school, that sort of thing. Mm. But uh, we were using, well, originally we were using typewriters and microfiche machines. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Grief. And then yep. we went on to IBM 286s. <laughs> wow. Oh, Did it wow. have a turbo button? Oh, the, it, I think it did actually. They, they, they did used to actually have a turbo That's, button on the front, didn't they? That yeah, did absolutely uh, nothing. <laughs> well, it, my dad had one, and it was at twenty-five hertz, not kilohertz, not gigahertz, hertz, twenty-five hertz. But if you press the, the turbo button, it went to seventy-five hertz. So you wow. can imagine the amount of sellotape we put across the button to stop my dad from pressing it and slowing it down again. Yeah. Why would you not plug? You know, press the turbo button. If it tripled the speed. Yeah, that's it. Other than it probably melt your CPU, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I had, uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Word Perfect. Yes. Yeah. First word yes. processor I used. And uh, right. FoxPro was the old database that I used. Amazing. Yeah. But Amazing. up to then, typewriters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Times have changed. Okay, number 15. What type of virus uses computer hosts to reproduce itself? What type, type of virus? Because there's all types of different viruses, isn't there, on computers? Yeah. Um, so this is one that reproduces itself specifically. Um, I want to say Trojan. Hmm? Are you going to say Trojan? <laughs> yeah, I'll say Trojan. <laughs> but I'm going to be wrong, so I won't say Trojan. <laughs> no, no, carry on. It's worm. Worm. Oh, yes. Worm. Yes. Yeah. Worm. Mm-hmm. I think a Trojan, if memory, because uh, I, I I haven't included that as a question. I I, I was going to actually, uh, but uh, a Trojan apparently is a virus that does something useful at the same time as doing something bad. Yes, it's you know why it was named the Trojan, don't you? Go on. It makes sense. It Go was on. named after the Trojan horse. <gasps> the was that Greek? Was it? Yes, you can have a um, you can have an extra point for that. Oh, oh thank you. But the Trojan horse uh, theme idea was the fact that the they would present you the program, but inside was the virus, and you think, oh, happy days! I've got this really good yeah. little program, and you share the program out because it's such a lovely little program. But inside each one was that little nest egg, i.e., yep. the virus that was hiding inside it, and posing so, yeah. as something good while there's yep. something bad happening. Absolutely. Mm. Reminds me of Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> we won't go there. Okay, number 16. Which keystrokes okay. can be used to select the whole of a document? Control A. Oh, yes. Now, you can you get a point for that. Mm-hmm. You get a bonus point for every other one you can tell me. 
Okay. Every other one? Well, this is where, the 30, this is where I can get my 33 points. I suppose it is, it? Okay, yeah. so, Within reason, okay. yeah. All right, so Control-X is... Um, oh, well, hang on, hang on, you might get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might yeah, get it wrong. Control, hang on, I've got to think this through. Oh, yeah, Control-C is copy, Control-X is cut. Okay, so that's, control one, v, that's two points, yeah. Yeah, and Control-V is paste. Very good, yeah, that's three points. Um, Control-F is find... Is it really? Hang yeah. on. Let me try that. Control F. Now, this might only work on a, on a PC, but on a PC, if you're in uh, on a web browser or whatever, you, you're trying to find a text within the page, you do Control yeah. F and it brings up the file. It doesn't box. work on Mac, but uh, what, it right, does okay. do, what it does do is it moves your cursor forward. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> okay, right, I'll, yeah, I'll give you a point for that. Okay. Because I trust, trust you. Me on yeah, that. yeah, and, I trust uh, you on If I'm wrong, people, I'm sure, will comment in the uh, Oh, the of course they do, yeah. Um, now, here's some interesting ones. Now, it's not using the control button, using mm-hmm. the alt button on your keyboard. If you do alt, while you hold the alt button down, on the number pad you type 0169, you will get a copyright symbol. Yes. That, that is a brilliant, brilliant, I've brilliant. i count about yeah, how yeah. I've given you and how many points you've given me uh, for this. Um, what number is this on? Is this on 16, is it? Five. Is it still yeah, part of 16? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did control you've got about five X, points. control V, control C. I'm, see, I'm, I'm not going to be cheating you out of points here. And I did the find, and then I just did the copyright. So that's five so far. So we do the five. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be honest. Now, the so other you can one never is, say, You can never say that Onion Unlimited isn't a useful podcast. <laughs> exactly. Here's some other good ones. Go on. And especially this one, because this one I use a lot. If you press Alt, and while you hold the Alt button, you type 0189, and then let go of your Alt button, you'll get a half symbol yes which is brilliant because one. the half is you and it's an actual half symbol like half the size of the text so it fits in perfectly yeah and and, and it's, ne- it's one... never on the keyboard is it you, no, no, you, no, no, I, had a, I had a typewriter and that had it on yeah yeah so that um so 0189 gives you a half 0188 gives you a quarter and 0190 gives you three quarters <laughs> there, I'm going to stop there because I can't remember any more really useful ones, but they're the ones that I'll, I, I'll give you I one that I I'll give you two that I use a lot. Uh-huh. I really use these a lot. Oh, um, Control Z undoes, yes, undoes, Excellent. and Control S uh, saves. Oh, hmm. I think Control Y redoes. Oh, so if you've right, done okay. Control Z and undone, and then you think, oh, I've undone too far, and you want to go forward again, Control Don't Y would take you sure forward. I'm not sure if that works on Mac, because on, on, <clears throat> on a Mac, you have to do a weird, like, Control Shift Z or something, and that, that okay. redoes it. So that mm. might be a Windows one, I'm not sure. Could be. The uh, Control S was a funny one, because um, my yeah. girlfriend, Mariella, said to me the other day, uh, Control S is save. And I went, yeah. is it really? That's, that's remarkable. And Control P as well, print. Oh, control P. Yeah, I can have another one there. Um, control Sorry, Control S. I was like, I was blown away, and I said, uh, I don't use Control S. And then I thought, do you know what? I do actually use Control S. I use it all the time, and I just didn't realise I did it. Oh, isn't that weird? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, right. So you're flying high at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What is COBOL an acronym for? Oh no, Com- uh, uh, COBOL. Mm. Now that was another programming language. Mm. Um, 
Back in the day, it was basically COBOL or BASIC, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think COBOL was something like the CO standard for commercial or something. But I can't remember what the BAL, um, something and something language. Um, I don't know. You've got L. You've got L. You can probably have a quarter of a point for that one. Common business-oriented language. Who'd have thought it? Yeah, all right. The ability use that one every day, as you can tell. Absolutely. I don't even know. Is COBOL even a thing now? I don't know. Yeah. Probably developed into a different language. Is BASIC a thing anymore? Um, I don't think it is, but for a few years, it when when Microsoft started bringing out things, they bought out one called GW BASIC, mm-hmm. and then they bought out um, Virtual BASIC. Which they brought was out Virtual thing. BASIC, which was rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't yeah, like that. Yeah, and I think it, it, it gradually died. Didn't like that at all. So. But now no. there's other things that people get into, like Java and uh, C plus and yeah, all these I, other I sort of languages. Like these days I use uh, PHP and yeah. um, JavaScript for most, mm-hmm. of the, most of the applications I build are normally web based now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, the ability of an operating system to run more than one application at a time is called amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Magic. Amazing. Imagine magic. Windows that can run more than one thing at one time. Yeah. Um, oh. More than one thing at a time. The ability for it to run more than one thing at a time is called. Mm. So like right at the moment, I've got Skype open, I've got I've got a web browser, I've got my Logic Pro running. What, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm going to have to have a, an X on that one because I can't oh. think of the actual expression. Oh, you, you're going to kick yourself? Mm. Multitasking. Oh, oh really? Oh. Well, come on. Us men aren't very good at that. I mean, I struggle to breathe and blink at the same time. So. Do you remember when we couldn't multitask? <laughs> or yeah. maybe you didn't realise we could multitask. <laughs> I mean, that might be the problem. <laughs> yeah. When we had our uh, Commodores and our yes. ZX Spectrums, Yes. And, it, and even IBM PCs running DOS, it was basically mm. one application at a time, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you used yeah. to have to come out to come the out uh, prompt. to run something else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, multitasking, easy that mm, one, but multitasking. I got it, but I didn't. Right, okay, a few okay. easy ones. Uh, the refresh rate of a monitor is measured in what? I think you'll uh, get this. Hertz, it, it is indeed hertz. Very good. Who invented was that, the? Was that nineteen, by the way? Uh, that was number nineteen. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Who invented the computer mouse? Oh, that's a hard oh, one. Really? Mm, really. Um. Don't know. Don't no. Know that one. No. no. Um, guy called Douglas Engelbart. Yeah, you'll never forget that again, will you? No. In uh, 1963, and it was made out of wood. Really? It was actually made out of wood. Yeah. Um, I might even have a uh, might have a picture I can send over to you later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, made out of a block of wood. I mean, it must have had electronics in it somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Douglas Engelbart. Oh, mm, okay. Brother of uh, Humperdinck. Um, I still remember the very first time I used a mouse. Really? Mm. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't control the thing. It was like it was a, so, such a weird sensation. You know, you're moving this thing on a mm. desk, and there's this like cursor moving around on the on the screen, and trying to trying to sort of make you know like the two things coordinate together. 
my uh, one of my brother-in-laws used to use his mouse, no word of a lie, upside down. Really? Yeah, so he'd pull it towards him and it would go up. And on purpose? I, I, no, no he, that's how he, he got used to using it. And it took us ages to get him to turn, because every time I sat on his computer, I'd turn it around. And he go, what are you doing? I said, putting it the right, uh, way, up. the right goes, way up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, well, I've always used it the other way. I said, well, this is the way everyone uses it, you know, apparently not you. <laughs> Everybody but, uh, uses it Eventually he around. did change, but yeah, he used it upside down for many Many, many, many years. You, you uh, were never a uh, Mac man, were you? No. I mean, it might apply to Windows machines as well. I'm not sure, but I remember when they swapped the orientation of the trackpads mm. for scrolling, so that once upon a time, when you moved your fingers down, yeah, you used to move the screen oh. up. Right. <laughs> Is that yeah. right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. and they reversed it. There is actually still a setting in Mac, I believe, where you can reverse it back to the old the old way round. Fantastic. So Fantastic. That's what he needed. Those diehards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, an image on a computer screen is made up of what? Pixels. Marvellous, on point. Mm-hmm. 22. What command mm-hmm. in DOS can be used to recover accidentally deleted files? Oh, it's not recover, is it? No. 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 I can't remember that one. No. Undelete, apparently. I don't ever remember using that, so... Um, but no, no fair may, enough. Maybe, maybe we mm. should have done, you know, all those times when we yeah. accidentally deleted um, things and thought, oh, crap, I'm on a DOS you, system, I can't get it back. I can't get it back. What can <laughs> I do? What can I do? Mum's going to kill uh, me, Dad's going to kill me, or whatever, yeah. Do you remember um, F-Disk? Yes. <laughs> That was dangerous, wasn't it? That was a very dangerous command. Format disk, wasn't it? And it Ooh. would just start wiping. And as soon as it started, your you, you, could, you couldn't you, stop you, it. No, it was like you could feel your the colour of your face just drop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was just just that was it, wasn't it? Game over. Right, we're on the uh, we're on the home run now. In what year was Microsoft founded? Huh. Mm. It's probably going to be earlier than we really think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, so Clive Sinclair bought his machines out, I think it was either 83 or 86. Yeah. I'm going to say 83 because we had them at school. No, 82 actually, I think it was, 82. Mm-hmm. So I would think the Microsoft were about before that as a business mm-hmm. machine. Yep. So I'm going to suggest it's probably 76. Oh, that. I'm going to give you that one because it was 75. Oh, I know. That was so close. 75. Armageddon didn't come, but Microsoft did. (laughs) Yeah, Bill Gates did. Yeah, Bill Gates did. (laughs) Wow. 75. All right, you're lucky. Yeah, 75. Mm, Can you believe it? This next one, you're going to mm-hmm. like this question. What is half a bite known as? Uh, a nibble? Yes. In fact, I'm going to give you another one because that's just such an obscure piece of trivia. <laughs> and the fact you knew it. Oh, uh, is just, yeah. Yes. That's really impressive. I remember me. someone telling me that. I think it was at school hmm. because we was all laughing because there were bits, bites and nibbles. And it was like, yeah. it made it, I remember having the joke that it made us hungry. Every time we were doing computer studies, we were always hungry because we were talking bits, bites and nibbles. There you go. Yes. You learn it here on Onion yes. Unlimited. Half a bite is a nibble. Now, I remember <laughs> you 
Uh, when, when I first started using Google, in fact, you were the person that got me on to using Google. Wow. Uh, you actually, I remember you telling me what a Google was. Oh, hell. I don't yeah, know if it does it now, but it used to have uh, the base of at the bottom of the uh, search results. It used to have a like ooh, goo- yes, that's right, Google, yes. didn't it? But didn't oh, it mean God. doesn't the word Google? Because wasn't that the question that that guy that apparently cheated on um, who wants to be a millionaire? Because that was the last question, wasn't it? Was it? And I think it was what is a Google or and it's it represents a very high number. It's I a high number. I've number. just looked it up because I. I don't actually know the, the answer to any of these questions. Yeah. Uh, a Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, is a number equivalent to 10 to the 100th power. Yes. Uh, an unfathomable number. Mm. And I think, wasn't that why they named it that, if memory serves? Because it, it, you know, because the results could be, you know, yeah. almost endless. Yeah. I remember you, uh, you telling me that. Mm. Mm. Okay. There you go. Okay, uh, what does XML stand for? Um, no, I, I know this is to do with web pages. It's like, um, I'm sure it's got something to do. You can look at XML code, can't you? Mm-hmm. Um, expanded something, but it, I can't remember. It, oh, it's, so part, it's like HTML, so isn't it? But it's. Um, do you know what the M and the L in HTML stands for? Uh Hyper, hang on. H. No, it's no. gone. It's, okay. it's actually gone. So, I, can, um, I can see the word, but I can't. Markup language. So right. um, this. Yes. You, 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 I'll, I'll accept th- that. That was really good. You were getting close. Uh, extensible mm. markup language. Again, I, I should use this more every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Uh, what does BIOS stand for? You're going to get that one. You're going to get that one. Input output system, is it? Or something? It is. Absolutely. One point for that. Thank you. What is the extension type of Excel 2007 files? Excel 2007? Mm. I mean, that's a bit specific, isn't it? Mm. Um, so that will be. Oh, heck, I can't think of the original one now. It was the shorter version, wasn't it? Because the, when they bought out the n- newer version, it was four letters. Mm-hmm. And well, the, 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 X... the question is really, when did it change? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so it could be. Could no, be something could like be. 2013, I think. I think they bought the change out, didn't they? Um, mm, you might be right. Not what I've got here. 2013. But anyway, okay. It, um, what, what, oh, I can see it in my head. Uh, Excel will be... No. No, it's gone. No, gone. You were so close. Um, Three letters, it, isn't it? No, it's four. Uh, XLSX, apparently from Office 2007. Really? Mm. That mm. far back? And yeah, I thought really. it was 2013. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, 2007. I'll accept that. Mm. Um, how much data can a normal CD-ROM store? 700. A CD-ROM? CD-ROM. Okay. Uh, I want to say something like 712 megabytes. Or is it 750? 750 I'm going to go with. Right. I'm going to give you that because uh, I've got 680 for a normal CD-ROM, but I've just looked it up on Wikipedia and it looks like they can be anywhere from 650 through to 703. So 
Oh, okay. Well, I'll still. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a rubbish question. <laughs> you can have that one. Oh, thank right. you. Right. Um, all right. Number thirty. We're yep. nearly there. What does LAN stand for? A local area network. It does. What does ASCII stand for? Oh, American Standard. Yep. Summit character. Summit character interpretation. Um, but I can't think what the second C is. Because there's two C's in ASCII. Oh, there's two I's in ASCII. There's not two, two I's. C's. Yeah, yeah. It's A S C I I, isn't it? So That's it's the correct, American yeah. Standard Character something interpretation or interpretation something international uh, interpretation something uh, like that. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you half a point on that one. Okay, thank you. Because it is American Standard. Yes. And then it's Code for Information Interchange. Oh yes, actually mm. you're right. Yes. Okay. Uh, only because I looked it up. <laughs> you always know uh, the answers when you've got uh, the answers. Uh, to be got. honest, I wouldn't know. Wouldn't have known any of these. To be honest. Um, okay, number thirty-two. Um, this is the penultimate question. The common name for the crime of stealing passwords is known as what? Stealing passwords. Mm. Um, Still passwords. Fishing? What are you doing? Oh. No, that's mm, no, good answer. Good answer, but that's that's not stealing passwords. Mm. <laughs> theft. Um, <laughs> theft. <laughs> technically, it's theft. Um, stealing passwords. No. Okay. Go okay. on. Spoofing. Spoofing. Mm, okay. You are a spoofer. Okay. If you steal somebody's okay. password, and that so brings us at to this rate. I'm not going to be employed by anyone for an IT manager, but they might employ me as a historical teacher. By the fact <laughs> I knew all the <laughs> yeah, old answers, you know, all the old answers, the nothing, nothing of any relevance. Yeah, I think you've done in. remarkably so. We'll find out how much you've got in a minute. All right. right. The last question. Yes. And uh, you get a point for each one of each one that you get correct. Can you name any of the top? Oh, 10 no. passwords that people use that they perhaps shouldn't use. Well, I can imagine the first one is the word password. Correct. One point. Um, and extending on from that, probably password one or password one, two, three. Password one. Uh, yeah. In okay. the top 10. Yeah. So you've got That's... password and password one. Um, oh, um, <laughs> Probably something like QWERTY with all the top line and the keys. Just QWERTY, yep, QWERTY. That, that'll do, yep, yep, QWERTY. Um, I want to also say they'd be stupid enough to do something like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Correct. That's four. And apart from that, no, it could be... I, I think I think you've done really well there. Uh, QWERTY123, I'm going to give you that as well. You can have a point there. And you, you got okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What other? Mm. What oh, else they do you don't think put zero on the end as well, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> they also <laughs> take the nine off. Oh, no. <laughs> one, two, three, please. four, five, six, seven, People, eight. Please. One, two, three, four, please. five, six, seven. <laughs> it's <sighs> apparently very popular. And the most popular of all is one, two, three, four, five. No, yeah. don't do it, people. Please, please take it from me. Do not do that. I had one the other day. How about this for, for making life hard for yourself? But it's it's the way things are going. I had to create a password that was at least 16 characters long. Oh, God, with, with it, at least a symbol and a lowercase well, and an uppercase and a number. <laughs> so at least 16 characters, yeah. uppercase, yeah. lowercase, yeah. number, yeah. symbol, and a space. <sighs> 
a space. And the space. It needed a space in it as well. So now I'm thinking, what the hell am I going to put in there that's got all these? <laughs> and then you've got to remember it. And then you've got to remember it. And, of course, what yeah. do you do? You start writing them down, and then that's not really secure anymore, is Whatever it? you do, whatever ever you do when it comes to uh, passwords, don't use beef stew. <laughs> beef stew. Don't use what, it as a computer password because it's not strong enough. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. Uh, very good. Listeners, this is where the listeners will think 100 shows is just enough. No more. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want me to quickly add up the total? I want you to uh, I want you to add up. Yeah, so uh, thanks for joining me and Matt on uh, the 100th episode of Onion Unlimited. We don't know if Dustin Dave is still alive or not. <laughs> I hope he is. I, I hope, hope he he's is. still living life to the full. We ball. still don't know if he's alive or dead. But uh, you're going to come out. 38 and three quarters. What, this is your, uh, your score. score? 38, 38 and, three and three quarters out of a possible yeah. 33. That, that's just <laughs> remarkable. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, it's been nice having you on. Thank you. Listen. Join us really again soon. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Daddy, bye. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs>